You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's get ahead of next week's waiver wire next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers here with Dan Schneider to talk about some under-the-radar waiver wire targets to consider adding before Sunday's games. And the whole idea of this is, hey, maybe something happens between now and the start of the games where, or the, the end of the games, I guess, where, you know, these guys might have more value. And it's just valuable guys to have on your bench if you can afford it. If you've got a roster spot to play with, you know, if you had been able to stash Tyler Algier this time last week, though, that would have worked out pretty well with Cordero Patterson's injury, Tyler Algier looking like the starter for the Falcons. And I'll go ahead and mention one name uh, just to get us started with Caleb Huntley, who saw his first action last week, ran. Uh, it was a weird situation for the Falcons where they ran 14 runs in a row, uh, which is something that you basically never see. But he got 10 of those. It was basically like over two two drives where he ran for 54 yards on 10 carries and a touchdown. I thought he looked pretty good. I don't necessarily have a strong opinion on whether he or Tyler Algier looked better. I expect Algier will get the first opportunity to be the lead back, but this is an offense that wants to run the ball a lot. They run the ball really well. Their blocking is really good. I think they were second in pass block grade uh, from PFF so far this season. So this is a situation with the Falcons where you might just want a taste of this backfield, and Caleb Huntley is only 28% rostered right now. And a couple other names to consider adding before Sunday. Uh, DJ Chark, he's 24% rostered. He was upgraded to a limited participant in practice Thursday. The Lions have a ton of injury issues right now. Josh Reynolds uh, is on the injury report. He did practice Thursday as well, but Amon Ross St. Brown didn't. If St. Brown is out, I expect DJ Chark will be the number one option for this Lions offense. And that's been a really good role. You know, this is a team that's putting up a ton of points. They're moving the ball really well. And Shark would be potentially worth using as a top, you know, probably more like a top 40 wide receiver. But I would have him ranked above Josh Reynolds if he played this week. And then also just throughout Chet Sherfield, Terry Kill was added to the injury report on Thursday. It's something to watch over the next couple of days. Uh, Jalen Warren also dealing with a groin injury. Sherfield played about 65% of the snaps for the Dolphins in week four. And you know, could have a pretty good role this week if if Tyree Kill and, and Jalen Water overruled out. So those are a couple to consider. Dan, let's uh let's get a couple more. Yeah. So if you listen to this one last week, you got the Jaguars defense for this tasty matchup this week, but it doesn't stop just there. If you missed them and they're still on the wire, you can get them now. And then next week they have Houston, then Indy who's been the lowest scoring offense in the NFL, then the Giants and Denver. That's a nice four-game uh, four stretch. And if not, maybe look at the Bengals defense. They have the Saints and Falcons coming up, which is nice. I look a few other position player uh, uh, stashes, too. I'm going to keep sc- screaming Jamison Williams, you know, the 12th overall pick in the draft. Insane talent. He's getting closer. I also like Desmond Ritter if you're in a two QB league. It might it might be too late, but it's getting close to the point where Mariota will be benched. Winning that game last week is not going to help that, but a couple more losses maybe we get there. Corey Davis is one I like to stash right now, Chris, because there's been talk that he might get traded. And if he gets traded to the right situation, he could be immediately like a wide receiver two back end, wide receiver two, wide receiver three type. So he's someone I'm definitely looking to stash as well. Then one final interesting one, just like a deep league stash, if you 
desperate at tight end. Greg Dolchich, the tight end who was drafted by the mm-hmm. Broncos, second tight end drafted in this draft. Uh, Broncos still looking for playmakers on offense outside of the big two receivers. And Dolchich is getting close to coming off that short-term IR and then playing for them. I thought he was the best tight end in the class from a talent standpoint. I think that they drafted him for a reason to kind of play a specific role within that offense. So I really like Dolchich if you're desperate for a tight end and you're looking for some upside. Yeah, Broncos really haven't gotten anything from, I mean, really the tight ends or running backs. I I saw a note earlier this week that uh, when Russell Wilson's targeting his wide receivers, it's like top five and expected points added. When he's targeting his tight ends or running backs, it's like bottom three. And so, you know, just really had, they, they definitely need more. Alberto Okawabenum only played one snap in week four. I saw a note that, you know, the offensive coordinator said he's going to play more this week. Well, it would be hard for him not to, but yeah, definitely think there's an opportunity for Dulkic there. I will also throw out Rondell Moore, who I think we mentioned last week, 28% rostered right now. He has an opportunity in this Cardinals offense. If this offense ever figures things out, uh, he was running deeper routes. His average depth of target was deeper in his first game. So, you know, didn't see much production from him, but he's definitely someone who I think has an opportunity. And we, we mentioned their names last week, but Kadarius Tony and Wondell Robinson, if there's going to be anything in this passing game for the uh, New York Giants that's going to have any value, it's going to come from one of those two guys. And I, I think Tony's the better player personally, but he had another seeming setback, didn't practice on Thursday. No idea if he's going to play, but if you've got room on your roster for one of those two guys, I think they have some value. So consider those guys. If you've got some roster spots to play with, we'll be back on Sunday morning with the latest on all the injuries and more start sit questions. We'll see you then. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply.